Scrabbling around, trying to find my brain. Oh, hello, everybody. It's Graham Cope with another My Music. I'll be speaking to the wonderful Ali G or Alison uh, or, or whatever name she wants to be known as today, actually. Uh, you know, I wonder what name I want to be known as today. I'm always Graham. Maybe I should make my own name up. Um, <laughs> do you know, Ali, that actually, and this is a little known fact, and now I'm going to have to kill every single listener for telling them this, that my middle names begin DJ, which is very cool uh, when you're DJing. The names themselves aren't that cool, though. Uh, if anyone can guess what those names are uh, in the next two minutes whilst this video is playing, uh, then you can win a prize. Until then, this. There we go. What a wonderful little video that is. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's quite entertaining uh, and it kind of just, it gives you a little bit of a boost. That's the thing, um, especially at this time in the afternoon. Uh, of course, it's not afternoon for, for you. It's morning. Right. You're coming. Tell us where you're coming from. I'm coming from Brooklyn, New York in the United States. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It just sounds so much more glamorous, doesn't it, than charred in Somerset. No, um, I think yours sounds so awesome. <laughs> do you? Have you actually looked at it on a map? No. I just, no. Anything, I've never been to England, so anything in England sounds good. Okay, well, okay. I, and and that's always the case. Whenever I've been to America, um, people have said, oh, I love the way you talk. And, yeah. and, then, and then they say, that's the first thing. And then they say, oh, but it's lovely where you live. And I go, well, it's shut most of the time but um what what's it actually like living in brooklyn uh i love living in brooklyn there's just so much vibrancy and culture and every type of person and you know to get anywhere you go on the subway so what i love about it is that you're on one subway car and the amount of like ages races uh gender sexuality it's all like in just one subway car it's just so yeah. many different people represented and that's I, I think it's like the great equalizer of the subway now you see where i'm from is the complete opposite of that right we to say well i grew up in our a little story for you i grew up in bedfordshire which in in the uk growing up that was one of the most multicultural parts of mm. the uk mm -hmm. all right so I grew, I grew up with a lot of Polish friends, a lot of uh, Hispanic friends. I grew up with, you know, a lot of people from a lot of different ethnicity and cultural backgrounds, etc. And then I moved down to the southwest of England, and it's predominantly white, Caucasian, English-speaking people. Yeah, it's very, very, very uh, 
of its point. It's changing slowly, but it's it's not got the same kind of diversity as everywhere else. And it's just it's just a a little bit slower coming yeah. up coming up in terms of uh, of those sort of things. It was just you know over the years, I think had its own little challenges. I've had to listen to a few uh, conversations in in shops, shall I say, where I've had to say, "You can't say that." Yeah, <laughs> you you just you can't say that. You feel like if if you said that where I grew up, you wouldn't be alive. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But but you know, everywhere has to change, and it's slowly it's slowly but surely changing. What's what are they? What are growing up in that? So coming from that kind I of didn't area. Grow, so actually, I'm from Ohio. So I'm from right. a suburb in Ohio, which is it was very homogenous. It was very mm. white and uh, kind of a sheltered suburb. So for me, I've lived in Brooklyn now for 14 years, and it's been so wonderful. I think growing up, I I didn't know. I, I always had this sense that like there's something more, but I didn't really know what it was because I didn't have experience with it. But I always knew there's something more, there's something bigger, I think in a lot of ways for me, just artistically, culturally, uh, to be inspired by. And there was no way I could have known like where I grew up is probably similar to where you live now. And especially as a child, you can't just like, you know, go get on a train or plane on your own and, and discover the world. But I feel so like I feel the most normal and the most myself being here. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think that's special because I've lived in other, I've lived in the South in the United States. I've lived in, I've lived in Wisconsin. I've lived in Alabama. I've lived in a lot of different places. I even lived in Chicago for a year and nowhere did I feel the same way that I feel living in Brooklyn. And, and people a lot of times think that I grew up here or grew up in New York and maybe it's just cause I feel so comfortable here. Mm. Feeling comfortable in a place is really important. And we'll talk about that in terms of the music and everything in a minute. Because um, I've often said, and actually I was just saying to, I was just saying to the, my wife at the weekend, I'd really love to find out about my grandfather's heritage. Because my, my mum and dad have done the family tree, but they've only done it, as far as I'm aware, they've only done it on the one side. They've done mm -hmm. it on the... And my mum's done most of the work, so I can't really understand that. <laughs> um, and that's fine. That side's fine. But I really want to know about the other side. I really want to know about her side because my dad, what I do know is that my granddad was a real Cockney. He was born mm -hmm. within the Bow Bells. He grew up in that part of London. He probably didn't have a, an easy childhood. I don't think, I think it was, you know, rough. And I'd quite like to, but whenever I've gone home, whenever I see, I'm doing it now, whenever I've gone to London and I've spent quite a lot of time in and around London, I feel quite at home there. And it's weird, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Places you just feel at home in and you wonder whether that part of that's because of your past or something else or some other kind of connectivity to it. I do yeah. feel, I do feel quite at home down here. Don't get me wrong. And I love it down here. And there's, there's different types of connectivity as well. Here, we're quite near the sea, and I do feel quite connected when I'm by the sea, and I kind of understand that, you know, there is part of the, the sea in my other part of my heritage. 
And I just think actually for anybody from a mental health point of view and everything else, being near the sea and just seeing, mm -hmm. you know, that does you a world of good. But it's it's weird, isn't it, how like different places seem to have that kind of pool of home, even though they're not home. Well, I did find out on my grandmother's side that they were actually in Queens in New York there for a while. So, so when I found that out, I got so happy. I was feeling like, oh, there is a connection here. I didn't know it until recently. But that some, you know, I don't know all the stories, but yeah, same, somebody did some family tree on my mom's side, which was my grandma and she had it. And so there were people living in Queens here, I think um, late 1800s, late 1800s, maybe really early 1900s, but I think mostly late 1800s. And so I was like, oh, there it is. I don't live in Queens, but I mean, I'm pretty close. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You see, it all, it all comes through. It all comes through. Yeah. And how much of how much of Brooklyn then is now entrenched in your music? I mean, lyrically it is, but I mean, how much in terms of everything else? Just the soul part of your music is just that place. It's a good question. I, I think a lot of it with this project, because I do have multiple projects. So with the, with the Ali G project, I think it's so Brooklyn. I think it's so embedded in Brooklyn because I always was a singer songwriter, but it really wasn't until moving to Brooklyn where I got really into the hip hop community. And I started working with a lot of beatboxers, even as a singer songwriter. And then I started writing my own raps and I, a lot of times just walking down the street, I get an idea and I'm kind of like the cadence and the pace of walking and I'm just rapping on the street because you can just do that in Brooklyn. I'm just kind of coming up with ideas and, and kind of that culture of like the grittiness of it and the, you know, having to kind of hustle and fend for yourself. And, and just that no matter where you go, you're going to see art, you're going to see, you know, performers in the subway on the streets and just all your interactions. You, you kind of never know what's coming. And, and at the same time, I feel like I can find some solace sometimes just like, on the train last night I actually was going from Brooklyn to Queens, which was a about an hour. And I just had my actual book and I, I put my phone away and I was just reading on the train. I was like, ah, oh, this is just so lovely. <laughs> like it was a nice for me. Nice. Now there's another element for you to to this project and the music as well, which yeah. and actually if you look for who now let's be honest here, who wrote your promo? Uh promotional thing was that you was or was that no your... it was the it was probably shauna from the shauna. hi yeah. shauna who, who, we loved, who we love dearly yes right so some of the some of the some of the artists who are mentioned on there right oh well i said who inspires me though ah right okay yeah, okay. yeah I'm so saying... some of those artists are let's put it this way some of those artists are serious artists some of those artists are comedic artists right it doesn't mean they're not serious no no i was going there with that okay doesn't mean to say they're not serious and if you take this track there's an element of humor oh for sure but there's a serious point yes yes right and, yes and some people get confused by it honestly okay because some people don't get the probably don't get the humor or don't get 
the fact that you can make a serious point through humour. But mm -hmm. let's unravel that because, yes, you can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you dig it? Yes, you can. Can you dig Anyway. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, you you got people on there like Lonely Island. But let's go. Let's. Oh, well, let's... that was right. That was. um OK, so those are different things, because that mm -hmm. is if you like them, you might like Ali G. So that's not yeah. necessarily I wasn't necessarily inspired by Lonely Island. But sometimes when people see this project, they they think about Flight of the Concords or Lonely Island. And I think there's yeah. an element of that. But people I was really inspired by are like Lauren Hill, Salt and Peppa. But Salt and Peppa also were always had messages and were being humorous and badass. You know, listen, listen, probably the first and, and it's probably the same for lots of people like me in the UK. Probably the first if we go back into the trenches, mm -hmm. right, of when I grew up, which was predominantly in the 80s. I was, I was you know, or when I can remember music. I was born. Mm -hmm. I was born at the beginning of the 70s. Mm -hmm. And of course, there were some, there were classic rap artists, yeah, etc. You know, and and we had, uh, we, we had all of the serious rap artists that were there. Although, remember, all of the bling at the time wasn't serious. You know, the big chains and the clocks and the, you know, that well, was. Right, all if you're talking about like Flavor Flav and yeah, 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 yeah. That was all fun. But come on, the one, the one. The one artist that really kind of broke it for most of us was the Beastie Boys. And there's a really great example of rap that was partly fun, but partly had a serious side to well, it as well. I, I don't know if in the beginning the Beastie Boys had a serious message. <laughs> Not at the beginning. No. But slowly but surely, it became a little bit more serious as, as time went on. And But, well, most artists have some serious message to some extent in there. But they certainly they certainly kind of broke, broke the mould. And then, you know, I think there's always been, there's always been a sense of fun in, in music of that particular ilk. You mean of hip hop or hip, of... hip hop? Yeah. Well, I think there's been, I, there's so many different forms of it. You know, there's people like, um, like KRS one who is very inspirational to me and I've seen him speak. And I, I recently met his brother who DJed for him. And, you know, he's really talking about a lot of like social and cultural issues. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that he's really looking at fun Right. But then uh, I, it, I just think there's so many there's so, I mean, I think the Beastie Boys and that's interesting, too, right, because they're these white Jewish guys and I'm a white Jewish girl. Um, so you're you're taking the form, you're doing something different. I think when the Beastie Boys started out, like, yes, they can rap, but there's a lot of like, let's bring the fun. Let's bring the hype. Right. And when you're talking about like Rakim or KRS-One, um, you know, or just like Rhapsody, I don't, although Rhapsody was maybe a little later, but people that are, there could be fun and there's beats there, but it's more about like, hey, we got to talk about what's going on in the world. Yeah, sure. You know. 
there's a playfulness then more than fun sometimes and that's that's important definitely a playfulness and that's what i feel like like big daddy kane who's also kind of like an og mm. he is super funny like i just crack up at, at some of his rhymes and and again i mean there's just so many different you know i i just there's so many different kind of layers and facets to to this medium and it's i'm you know pretty obsessed with it yeah. well i like it listen even lonely island right yeah you know what favorite lonely island track my favorite my favorite lonely island bit full stop is the is the track threw it on the ground because just i wish more people did actually throw people's phones on the ground <laughs> you see there you see what i'm saying there there is actually a serious message we would all get on so right. much better if we actually took people's mobile phones and threw them on the ground and and we actually looked at people and communicated with people rather than spent our lives sure i mean but lonely life. island again lonely island is coming i think first from comedy Absolutely. And then everything is. is. And, and so that's different, even if there might be comedic elements of other things. Like for me, I'm not coming first from the comedy, but there's comedy embedded in what I do. Yeah. You know. There's a lot of color involved in what you do. You mean you just the, the colors in the video? Well, there's just that, yeah, there's a lot of like, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not going to knock it. I love color. You know, I was, no. I, was in a, I was in a band when I was younger called the Colorful People. I loved color. Right. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Are you are you, are you are you in general? Are you a colorful person? Yeah, I would say I'm a colorful person, and I like to mix patterns that don't match, and just kind of have fun mm. with things. And um, yeah, I my next video is actually very dark, and it's kind of like an all lots of black monochromatic with like red lighting. It's going to be coming out soon. Uh, it's a it's like a darker track. So yeah. I'm I think really. I started as an actor when I was a little kid. And I think for me, this project lets me kind of like take on my different personas within it. So build it up is like fun and I'm in Brooklyn and I'm colorful and like that, you know, and then my next track called Superpower, it's coming out November 29th. And then the, but it's a darker track and it's, and so everything that goes along with it and in terms of the visuals is really dark. So I like that you can say like, Bright alley G and then like dark alley G. And I, I like kind of keeping people on their toes and people being, oh, I know what you are, whatever. And then saying, well, do you? <laughs> so you'll have to watch out for that. I like that. Are you, a, are you a bit of a chameleon full stop? You know, I'm not, but everybody, a lot of people say that to me when I'm just hanging out. I'm not saying it to you. I'm asking you and you can right, now, now you can actually push back with whatever you actually feel, right. which is well, the great opportunity. I don't consider myself a comedian, but a lot of people get a, people, you know, think I'm funny and it may, I'm not trying to be funny. Or oh no, sorry, not not a comedian, chameleon. Oh, I thought you said comedian. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, I think I, think I, I am in a way. And I think whenever I go into right, a chameleon changes colors to fit in, I don't actually think that I'm changing colors to fit in. I think I'm changing colors to explore something different. Right. So changing colors to, to make people think maybe what, what is your, in terms of when you do 
put these different stories out there, these different personas out there? Are you are you hoping to? What are you hoping within the listener to create? Do you see what I'm saying by that? Do you are you hoping to get people thinking, or you or purely feeling? You know, some musicians just want people to enjoy the music. Essentially, yeah, no. you probably want it to be more than that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not with this project in particular, it's actually not so much about the music, which is interesting because I usually am attracted to music first just by what I feel before I listen. But especially because it's hip hop and lyrics are really important and messages are really important. It's, yeah. um, I mean, there the music, I feel like, is kind of underneath the the messages right and and i and i want people to feel something but it's a lot of like whoa what is she saying like the next track is is a really a lot about women's empowerment and and people thinking they can judge women on certain things and saying like you know you you need to check yourself and and uh and the music is more intense and the lyrics are more intense and i'm cussing more <laughs> um so yeah, I think it's I want people to think. I definitely want them to be yeah. to think. And I think and I do think the way I'm doing hip hop is a little bit people like what? Wait, what did she just say? Or who is she? What? Like there's a confusion. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a confusion with me that I don't think is bad with Ali G because I'm not the typical, I'm I'm not the typical hip hop person. I'm not the typical whatever it is in any way. And yeah. so I kind of like that people that you might pay attention maybe just because you're confused at first hey confusing people's a good thing right <laughs> that's 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 not a problem the current singles build it up yeah even with that there's a there's quite a strong message there do you want to talk about that yeah so i lived in this part of brooklyn that is some people call east williamsburg now the realtors really do some people call it bushwick when i moved there there was kind of everything was called Bushwick and I lived there for seven years. And I, when I first moved there, there was nothing there. Uh, there was like a, you know, a bodega and there was like a hole in the wall bar that was really tiny. And um, there was nothing like cool per se. And I kind of liked that because it felt a little bit apart from things mm. and no one was really around. And then as time went on over the seven years, uh, you know, a bunch of bars came in and restaurants and like, for me, when when places where you could get brunch came in, I was like, whoa, you know, and the bodegas changed to these like all organic places and 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 there were just more people around and it became more trendy. And I kind of I felt like it was like my secret before. And I know people could say, well, you maybe started that, right? Like you're this white person who's coming in. But I think that artists, usually because we have less money we go to places where it's like, okay, well, rent is cheaper here because it's not a cool place to live. Right. And then, and, and there's, there's kind of talks about this too. And then when artists move in, then it's, it's this weird thing where it's like, Ooh, it's interesting there. There's like artists there, but mm. we're moving there first because the rent is so much cheaper and we know it's, there really isn't anything to do around there. And so, so when, when you're singing, when you're singing, build it up. Yeah. There's, an element of negativity yes. in the in that yeah absolutely yes. I, in some ways it, it it reminds me feeling wise not not stylistically or anything mm. else but it kind of reminds me of sort of talking heads nothing mm. but flowers right 
Hmm. Oh, that's a, I mean, that's a high, high praise. I mean, talking heads and David Byrne. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. You know, but that kind of, kind of, you know, making you think about almost swapping things around to make you think about this is happening and it almost sounds positive, but actually it's not positive. Yeah. Yeah. You really got it because I think nothing Thanks. but stars, such an interesting uh, comparison that no one has said, but it's when you da, 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 like when you're listening to nothing but flowers, it's kind of this like it's joyful, right? It's really yeah. joyful. You and got I, it, you got, but you, that bit in the middle, that kind of, you got it, you right. got it. It sounds so positive, but actually it's like, it's almost like a slap in the face every time you're singing, you got it. It's almost like, well, you, it's, you almost read into that as, well, you asked for this, right? right. It, now it, this yeah. is what you've got, right? And I think that when you hear like, build it up, build it up, because it could be something like positive, right? Like we want to build, build it up. up, build it up. Right. Yeah. And, and my friends, and it's funny because recently I was at, I was at a, a family event and uh, my cousin's kids, they, I guess, watched the video and then they came up to me. They were like, build it up, build it up, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and it is, it could, you know, if you take it out of the context, and this is an interesting thing, right? Taking things out of context, like it is the, it's a forward moving melody and it's catchy and but it is definitely really similar i think to the nothing but flowers but if you really see it's like it's like i'm saying you know the developers are coming in like build it up build it up we got to build it up here we got to do this you know it's the build it up is coming from them not from people that live in the community yeah um, and not from people that want to pay higher rents or you know be part of the gentrification and so it is I don't plan, like for me, inspiration just comes and it just happens, but it's fun to talk about the nuances with you because it it, it sounds like this like positive track, but it's kind of like, wait, what, what are you saying? And like, is it funny? Is it not funny? Like, again, that confusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I love that though. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? That's where, hey, sometimes you, sh you sort the wheat from the chaff <laughs> when it comes to actual listeners. Right, right. Sorry, listeners. Right, if you've if you've listened to the song and you've enjoyed it and you thought it was just a uh, you know just a feel good song telling people to build things up, you're wrong. Um, it, <laughs> it's not it's not that at all. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Go back, listen again. Different set of ears. Give it a bit of time. Maybe you'll understand. If you don't, it's fine. You know, Ali, Ali's not going to sweat it. It's, you know, mm. if someone wants to put it in a commercial and use it in completely the wrong way, she's not going to mind. She's not yeah. going to mind. It was actually um, in the runnings for a commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did it, I mean, well, but we'll see if it makes it to one. But yeah, that's the thing. You could that take would be the most ironic thing ever if right? some... If some construction company put it in a commercial, just oh the chorus bit, alongside like, you know, welcome, yep. to, welcome to, yeah, you know, Wonderville. Yeah. Uh, on the outskirts, we are now developing four and six bedroom houses. It's like, oh, right. You've completely misread this. Okay, fine. 
Well, you go, give me the pay. And then what you do is you you take the enormous paycheck and you pay some of that into a kind of anti Right. I'm actually doing. thinking I'm like, could I, would I, that, that's like a, there's a thought process going on for me. Like, you know, you could, you can say no as an artist, um, but then it could be right. Yes. Like if, if there was a good paycheck and then I decided how to <clears throat> use that money and also it was like jokes on you. I don't, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's, let's hope so. I like that. I love, I love all of that, you know? Or what, what you need to do is is be able to, if you, in handing over the track, you need to be able to say, you can categorically use the track how you like within that advert, but you can't stop me talking about what the track actually means. Right. Right. And that's, you know, the entertainment lawyer deals with all those. That's, that's, that's the bit, you know, I am not going to, I'm not going to stop telling people right. what the track actually means. Yeah, people can make up their own mind. That's that's wonderful. So, how much a, how much of a project is this that, that you've mentioned? A couple of songs is the, is going to be a whole Ali G EP stroke album, or you know, do we do we get Ali G T shirts? Yeah, um, there aren't any Ali G T shirts yet, uh, but right. I, I I hope there will because right, I just put out the first. This is just the first single. First video, I have the next single coming out, uh, and then the next video, and then there will probably be two more singles in the new year, early, and then there will be an EP or an LP. I'm not sure exactly. Nice. But I do have more songs, and I do have more. And I'm going to ask this question then. Do you do you start a different, or have you started a different project at the same time as Ali G? So will we, will we see converging projects out there and then does that uh, does that mess with your head yeah uh i was just thinking about that this morning before speaking with you so allison greenfield is the singer songwriter me and she's been around for a while and she's been performing and had music on tv and composed for film and i do talk like this like she <laughs> so if you go on spotify she's got list you know she has her thing um I have another project that's electropop that I'm trying to decide if that's going to be underneath Allison Greenfield too, or a totally other name, but wow. I have a, I have some music in the works for that. That's more, you know, piano and strings and, and way more melodic and kind of like ballads um, coming out. And I'm wondering, yeah, how to, you know, I don't want competitive, like I'm promoting against no. myself. Just, just, just thinking about uh, who you're working with, and um, you know, other artists. Uh, I know Sean has worked in the past with, and I think she still is. Um, Bunny X. Do you know? Do you know the Bunny X mm -mm. ladies? You should, you should meet. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sean and introduce us. Definitely. Well, check them out because okay. they're totally in that space, and maybe there could be a collab there. Mm, yeah. If, you know, I'd love to hear. A, I don't know what the other project's called. I don't know whether you can tell us that or whether that's under wraps. Well, you mean the Electropop project? Yeah, yeah. What's what's it? Yeah, called? I have a name for it, but I'm. Yeah, I, yeah. you're working on it. It's a good yeah. name and people like it, but I just don't know if I can really have three projects. I think that's what I'm. Right, 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 right. Trying to decide right now. If it's going to yeah. be, I'm trying to decide, you know, because I think about David Bowie or I think about people 
or even like Nelly Furtado, like Nelly Furtado's early work was more singer songwriter. And then yep. she went into more like uh pop that was influenced by electro and hip hop. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. In that way, like I, I don't want to say like, I was this, I'm going to be this. It's kind of, I mean, Ali G, the raps used to be part of Alison Greenfield also. And then I just was like, okay, I need to separate this because I want to get more into the character of Ali G. Yeah. Um, not Ali G, which people will say to me. Um, I know I was going to ask you, look, you've got to, you've got to answer that, right? How often yeah. do you get that? Well, so it's really interesting because it's an age thing. Young people right. don't know who Ali G is. No. So, so it's so interesting because people of a certain age are very concerned and they're like, are you going to get a cease and desist? And can you really use this name? And then other younger people have never, they don't know who that is. Even though it's spelled completely differently. And that's the other thing. So my friends have been calling me Ali G for a very long time, like before Ali G, because my name's Allison Greenfield and, you know, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I always was, I was even freestyle rapping when I was in college just for fun. I didn't do it, but it's, you know, so I thought I had a whole list of other names because I was like, okay, I can't take this name. And then I said, you know what? This is actually me. It's my birth certificate is Allison Greenfield. Come on now, you know, and it is, and, and it's Ollie G and yeah, it's spelled differently. And I just decided to take it. And there's going to be, again, certain people in a certain age group who are going to and and that's it. But, but look, 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 right. If if that was ever to happen, the cease and desist on that, right? Two things. One is he's a comedian, so he's been asked to cease and desist on so many occasions because of characters that he's done, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I doubt it would happen, right? Really doubt it would happen. But if it did, you know exactly what you would need to do. You would need to fly over here to Staines. Yeah. Dress up and do a video as Ali G, your Ali G, right? And that would be so viral that he would just have to, he would have to go, right? I mean, it, you know, I, I had, you know I, have a very, I have a very vivid dream life and I did have a dream where he like gave me his blessing where he was like, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, he, I, I so respect him as a comedian, an artist, uh, you know, a forward thinking human. And I, yeah, I don't. I, Do you know I, what? I, I'm absolutely completely convinced that if, if you ever met, et cetera, yeah. that he would just be like completely down with it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I'm sure he would, he would actually be like, do you know what do you, do you want me to come in? I'll do a video with you. And I mean, that's, you know, that is, I didn't want to like put it out to the, but like that is, if I ever got of a certain, like, I also think like an Ollie G interviewing Ali G. Like, I feel like there's so much Beautiful. stuff we Beautiful. can do. Be, if yeah. I, if, if he deems me, but it's like, I mean, there could be some in, totally really funny things, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm underdressed now. I feel like I should have actually gone the whole hog and dressed like him. For this interview, and done it like it. If any, if anyone out there is uh, a really good impersonator of Ali G and would like to do that with Ali G, at some point, uh, let us know, and we'll we'll make that happen. That would that would be good. We're kind of push push that towards happening. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a bit. It's going to be a busy two thousand and twenty four for you, Ali. 
Yeah. Um, which which is fantastic. What uh, in the in in between times? No no chance of a Christmas song from Ali G. Maybe like um, any anything Christmassy happening there. No, you know? not really. I mean, it would like, probably be Hanukkah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like a, I, I mean, I, I've never really gone on the holiday thing, bandwagon, might you say, but uh, maybe one day, but it would have to be, I don't know. I don't know how that would work for me. I, I think, I, I think, a, I think a Jewish Christmas number one would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, It'd be different for a start, you know. It, you could call it Brooklyn Bells. Ooh. And you could have the ch- 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 bells in there, but then you could have you could have some traditional uh you could have some traditional Jewish chants in it, which would be great. <laughs> I feel like but a lot of the, you know, a lot of like traditional Jewish music is like in a very minor key. Isn't and it? I mean, it's there, there's, there's, I did talk with a collaborator that I work with about doing a Hanukkah thing that probably, would, I don't know if it would be an allergy thing, but we'll see. It hasn't come to fruition yet. Uh, but you never know, you know, all things are possible. You never, ever know. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for, for coming yeah, along. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's um, fun. This is, uh, I, I do say this to all my guests, okay. Uh, this, this is the board of love where uh, people that have been on have sent in various things. Um, I even had from America the other day uh, some stickers from the wonderful pilot. I have to Ooh. say thank you again for that. And she's also sent a bottle of pineapple hot sauce all the way from the, the States, which was which was fabulous. Yeah. Uh, my eldest um, and... Uh, our 15-year-old decided to do a challenge with that at the weekend, including Raspberry Ripple ice cream. Um, wow. What more? What more can, yeah, Raspberry Ripple ice cream and hot sauce. What can I say? Uh, but Good. please do send, send something for that. Yeah. Um, and every, everybody, everybody that comes on uh, gets to pick a song from your repertoire uh, to go on the My Music Podcast playlist. And then the idea is that everybody can share that around. All of the different Wait. artists can share that. And, and it, it helps everybody. Uh, so what what song? Are we picking the single to go on I there? Mean, it has to be Build It Up because that's the only song Ali G's released. Yeah. Okay. It's well, we could choice. we could wait. We could wait till the next song. But um, oh. yeah. But, you know, yeah. let's put Build It Up on there for a minute. So Let's do, build Folks. It up. Let's do build it up. And I'll send you, yeah, give me the address and I'll send you, I don't know if it's going to be pineapple hot sauce, but. Something. I def, I do have stickers. I'll send you some stickers. Stickers, stickers. And some other, I have an idea, some, some good, so you can have some kind of like Brooklyn swag. Swag, all the way from Brooklyn. Listen, yeah. it's it's been a, a pleasure seeing you. I, I'm, I wish you the best with all of your projects going forward. Thank you. Um, folks, if you haven't heard the single, build it up, it's very f- infectious. Um, it's it's catchy, very, very catchy. Uh, and um, you can't catch catch anything from it, but you can. It's infectious. To it's infectious, to. but not in a bad way. Infectious and not in a bad way. You have to kind of reiterate that these days since, since oh, yeah. you know, we had a pandemic. Oh, People yes. get a bit, bit wary, you know. Yeah, yep. um, true. It's available now 
uh, to, for for your delicatessen, and you can you can you can download it, you can stream it. Where um, where's the best place for people to find you and your music and and keep in touch with you? Where which of the different platforms do you find the best in terms of? Um, so I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Linktree, all as official Ali G. So official and then A L Y G on. If you if you just type in official allergy, Facebook also um, everything will will be there. Also YouTube, so you can check out the video. But yeah, official allergy. If you type that in, all the things will come up. Let's do that, um, folks. I've, I've put some I've put some posts up already uh, on my Instagram. They're linked to Ali, so it's that's the easy way to go for it. Uh, li- listen to listen to this interview. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, do share it with friends, family, yeah. uh, your tortoise. Uh, apparently, they they love Brooklyn rap, and uh, uh, and anyone else that might like it. Um, if you didn't like this today, miserable, miserable, um, and uh, that's just you. You've got a problem, haven't you? Um, until next time, thank you so much for coming and being a guest. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Uh, it was lovely unpicking unpicking your music with you. Um, we'll be back soon with more of this. Thanks, folks. Until next time. Bye for now. Bye.